No, I was just looking for a way to like go. Welcome back to highs and lows. With John and Bex. Clink, clink. She is the mimosas. That was a very good uh, clinking. That was a terrible clink. But that's what you get when you use cheap Kmart glasses. When you I cheap. don't like to use the expensive crystal glasses I have because they get broken. No, I know. I sure. do. Who? One of them's broken. Was it me that broke it? Yes. One of my... Fancy whiskey glasses yeah. is also broken. Yeah. It was you that broke it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But you, you bought them for me, so it's okay, right? No. It's okay. We'll buy more one day. One when day. we finish paying We do off have two more whiskey glasses. Things. We do. We do. Anyway. Well, it's, it's another new month, nearly. Almost. Yeah. Well, I mean, by the time people are listening to this, it it's a new month. Probably it'll be the end of a new month. <laughs> Again, again. We're doing well. Our last podcast took two recording attempts and a month to edit. We're doing well. I mean, we're actually hitting our goals. we're smashing our goal of publishing one episode a month. So, you know. I mean, I hoped that we'd do more than that eventually, but even if we do just that, that's... There's still, like, ten more months of eventually. We're also smashing our goal of one date a month, too. Yeah. Thus far. And it's been nice. I like that you're finally happy with it because you were so like disappointed. I was when I was like one day a month, you're like, I would really like that to be fortnightly, and I was just going look at our calendar. There's no way, like one a month is, is probably. Actually, February kind of got two. I mean, on a technicality, yeah. Because we had your RDO where we like went out and that was date day, but then we still for Valentine's did like an at home date. Yeah. And then there was the time when you were so brain dead you needed me to drive the car. Oh, you mean your day off the other day? I would not call that a date of any kind. I was so (laughs) ill and so tired. That was more just literally like, legally I probably shouldn't be driving today. (laughs) Um, And yeah, also just... Anyway, anyway. Highs and lows, highs and lows. Um, This episode... Is sponsored by. <laughs> is actually going to be. We don't do sponsors. Kind of highs and lows. We thought we should do a life update. Because we haven't been doing like our month summaries. No, anymore, because really. if we did month summaries, that's all we that do. That would be our entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Quarterly life update. Quarterly life update. Kind of. It's been three months. Has it? When was our last update? I don't know, but it's been three months since the year started, technically. Mm. Anyway, I feel like a lot's happened since since we last updated people in our lives. I don't know what, but I'm sure a lot has happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're still at the same jobs, so that's good. We are still at the same jobs, and we are still living in the same house. Which is nice. Ironically, the other day when we had a trailer attached to the car... He was like, are we going to a new house? And I was like, no, kid. <laughs> Once we're just staying put, which is nice. <laughs> and it's nice for them because they are bouncing back and forth between houses. Oh, yes. In their other homes that they live in. Homes, plural. Homes, plural, unfortunately. Yeah. They, look, they're going to be kids that are going to be very um, used to change, I guess. But also used to, like, (laughs) 
unfortunately, their home being themselves, which is, I don't know, it's not the worst Good thing, bad. but it kind of sucks. It does suck. They're a bit little for that lesson. But I hope that as they get older, that will become less of a thing. I kind of laugh at the idea sometimes that we're the stable ones. Mm. Because I'm not. <laughs> like, I like routines and everything, but moving house is like a constant for me so speaking of speaking of routines should we discuss the fun thing i learned about myself this year go for it okay so yeah so backstory backstory so first of all i did my emdr therapy i realized i referenced that on the last one it's like i was going in to do it sidetrack had like What's the process for anyone that doesn't know what EMDR is? We already talked about that in the last episode. Oh, we did? Yes. Righto. Okay. Yes. Sidetrack. So I... <laughs> How did it go? It went... It went. <laughs> it went well. Um, it so was, you enjoyed it? No. Not at all. <laughs> it was really, really fucking hard. Like, and I didn't know up until about a week before I could not for the life of me come up with the image because you have to come up with an image that's connected to like the belief, you know, the core beliefs. That's the underlying problem. Mm-hmm. And I did not have the image. And then a critical incident happened, as I would put it, that yeah. gave me the image. And so I was able to go into my session and I was like, okay, here's what happened and you know so she like asked lots of questions we came up with the picture came up with the beliefs you know um really really hard a lot of tears um a lot of the like physiological reaction which is what was a problem like what was happening for me Mm -hmm. the shaking Um, and the shaking and the the just you know like hunching not hunching in but like like curling into a ball kind of vibe. Um, lots of moments, like lots of pauses where she like she had to remind me to just breathe. You know, like um but it worked. Like on the day it was like, okay, this is like there's definitely a result here of how the image changed over time. Mm-hmm. Um and I've had lots of opportunities to like test it out since, unfortunately. <laughs> but Overall, I'd say I've been pretty good. Like, I think I've only really had a fairly big reaction to one thing. And you and I both marveled at how quickly I, like... Bounced back. Bounced back, but went from reacting to just, like, logical brain. Mm-hmm. You know, as before, it would have taken me, like, probably three phone calls to three different people. And time to, like, be able to think and process logically about it. And instead, it was within a pretty short space of time. Like, oh, well, you know, we'll just blah, blah, blah. So it was good. Um, But part of that was we've been, like, we've been going through some assessments for one of our kids. Yeah. For ASD traits. Um, And I've been saying to you for ages, like, I can see some signs that I think, I think are concerning, but I don't know for sure. And... You know, it's been a thing, and as part of all of that, I've said for a while, I guess, that I've had traits that I've always said to you, I think, like, I'm OCD, or I'm this, or I'm, like, there's something, you know. Yeah, and then your brother said something And then my brother said something to me about how, like, so I have this thing, 
which you're well versed in, unfortunately, where like I don't. You get sensory overloaded. I get sensory overloaded, and I get touched out to the point where if I'm don't want to be touched and you touch me, I like cringe. You know, I get very, very, um, and I just thought that that was kind of normal I guess because it's normal for me <laughs> and then my brother said to me that I was always like that even as a kid yeah um and obviously when I was a kid I was also an incredibly fussy eater like to the point where I was like you're gonna need to be in hospital with a feeding tube and and it wasn't just like fussy about like you know flavors it's textures and it's I cannot have things touching and mixed and mashed and like and I've always been a routine person so, like, when I went to my EMDR appointment, I couldn't park in my normal spot. And I was so out of sorts. And I went, okay, I think I need to talk to my, my psychologist about this. So I had a good chat to my psychologist. The end result is, well, I've not had any formal assessments done, and I probably won't bother because I don't think I need it. I appear to be very high-functioning autistic, which was just, like, not shocking. <laughs> but, like, I knew it. I think I messaged you and I was like, ha ha, I was right. Which is a weird <laughs> thing to say when you find out as a 28-year-old that you're like on the spectrum. It's like, ha ha, I was right. I am damaged. <laughs> but I like legit <laughs> called my mother and told her. And I was like, did you not ever like think this? Because like looking at me as a child makes so much fucking sense. She's like, I mean, yeah, but like, you know. And I'm like, wow, so you didn't ever think that it might have helped me in my life to know this. Thanks, mother. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair, I have coped especially well and I've learned to adapt quite well. Mm -hmm. My biggest things are very much like sensory Related, So, you know, too much noise, too much chaos, um, too much touch, like all of those things. And we still see that. Like my biggest factor is like if I work a five-hour sale on a Saturday, like happened a few weekends ago, I got home and all the kids were just on. You know, they were just all triggering each other in different ways. And I couldn't deal. I had to just put my earphones in and so it's like I'm still here with them but I just I can't hear them right now because it's like even their happy playing sounds was just way 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 too much um so yeah you're welcome you have a you have a (laughs) wife that's uh and it's a word I I don't know why I can't say it a neuro 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 diverse neurodiverse neurodivergent I don't think diver- neurodivergent is not right. It's neurodiv- neurodiverse. They're different versions of this, the same I don't term. think they are. They really are. I'm pretty sure. I have to Google this, but I am... Someone diverges, so they are diverse. There you go. Fine. You've Googled neurodivergent and it came up with neurodivergent. describes people whose brain differences affect how their brain works. That means they have strength and challenges from people. Sorry, that means they have different strengths and challenges from people whose brain don't have those differences. Do you wonder 
if the the term autistic is going to become the same as like retarded because it's now considered rude to say that someone is retarded but you Wasn't know that always back up no 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 because i mean back up like 10 20 years someone who's retarded is just someone who was slower with their thinking processes so it's also not where i thought you were going to go with this (laughs) i genuinely thought you were going to go down the path of like is autistic going to become the same as just saying someone's like gay because you don't really do that anymore but that's kind of the same as what i'm saying it's a term that won't be used frequently and will be to a certain extent frowned upon i don't know if it'd be frowned upon but i just i just don't think that it encompasses everything because also people who are autistic for example can often have other things going on as well so Mm. neurodivergent is more encompassing of they might not just have an autistic brain but they might also have blah 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 you know what's funny though I could have they multiple could have gone, things wrong with my brain. They could have gone, like... Because it's an autism spectrum, right? Exactly. They could have gone with spectral. But that has this weird, spectral. like, superhero-y kind of <laughs> vibe to it. Well, vibe... I mean, I prefer that. Spectral? I don't know. Of course, a spectre is also a ghost. Neurodivergent, I don't hate. Just because I liked the Divergent movies. And so I'm like... <laughs> Oh, a little bit of Shailene Woodley going on, you know? A little bit of a vibe. Fun fact in all that is that apparently neurodiverse people will often sort of band together in a way. Um, so you're saying that if you are neurodiverse, most of your friends are probably neurodiverse? Potentially. Ooh. But the ironic part of that is that then you get the neurodiverse people that clash. Because they're, we'll call them quirks, but their quirks are the opposite end of, yeah. you know, each other. Yeah. And that's what I was saying to you, I found, is like, our child that we suspect potentially has some stuff going on. I really struggle with his his issues mm-hmm. because they're like the complete opposite to mine. Mm. And his issues absolutely trigger my sensory issues you know and so we walk this really fun balance in our house of like how do we give everyone what they need without sending each other crazy basically (laughs) so what else has happened in the last three months well do we address the 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 mediation elephant in the room we referenced that we were about to go to mediation a couple of podcasts ago i will say that it was potentially the biggest waste of my time this year Mm. and energy and emotions and all of the things it was just a waste and an rdo the biggest waste of an rdo all that to say nothing came out of it literally nothing. literally nothing nothing changed no agreement no but also because the idea is like is is that you go to mediation and then if that doesn't work you go to court but in our situation, that's still not an option. No, we can't go back to court. So it's just been, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. But well, I, we, I, think, I think what's come out of that, though, is a kind of decision to just go. It's, it's like grey rocking, but I feel like it's a little bit more extensive than that in some regards. 
I think we've gone not just grey rock, but we're parallel parenting fully. Mm. Like, I think we've given up any notion of doing anything together, essentially, which is parallel parenting. So we, we inform... You know, you still co-parent to the extent of, you know, you will still inform the other party of stuff as required. And, you know, you obviously have, there are some decisions you kind of have to make together to an extent of, like, you have to negotiate some schedule changes. Yeah. But. Although even that process, I wouldn't call a co-parenting process either. we're not really doing that either. We're probably as disengaged as we've ever been, but not from the kids. Yeah. You know, we we've we've just hit a point of learning. You know, if if you want to be involved in appointments or whatever, you speak to the people the the appointments with, not the other parent. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's just there's it's, no I guess more effective oh, what's the right term? Well you advocating. It's like yeah. a more I would call it I guess more effective advocating for the kids and what they need like you've just hit a point of yeah this is what the kids need so i'm going to just make it happen however it needs to happen yeah you know if i book the appointment i do or if she does she does but like either way it's what the kid needs um and and like i said going i don't want to say going over her head because it's not that but it's just i'm just going to talk directly to the people involved yeah even with their daycare. I'm not going to ask her about the show and tell roster. I'm just going to speak to the teachers. And like once upon a time, she would have hated that. There was a whole season where she would be mad at you for talking to like yeah. doctors or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I have had that sentence thrown at me. But this is what needs to happen when there's no co-parenting. And when there's no communication and there's no, like, trust or anything, you know? Like, it's... So, I, I mean, I think it is... It's parallel parenting and I think we're finding our, our way through that. Yeah. And how that works. And I'm sure it's going to change and change again because, like we said, we knew this year would be... Difficult. The most high conflict yet because it's the year where kindergarten and school preparations and... Yeah. So medical concerns and things going on like yeah. there's a lot happening but it's been quiet which is scary i don't have the same anxiety i used to have because emdr is great but i'm it's unnerving i just times. when it's this quiet you just wait for the other shoe to drop yeah also maybe it's just quiet because i'm not involved in the communication i don't know i wouldn't say that <laughs> like like i just have completely Honestly, I've left you on your own, but I sort of have. I've been like, I've been like, you know what? Tell me just what I need to know. Like, if there's a schedule change or there's money or, you know, there's something like that. Tell me what I need to know. Otherwise, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, which you know, I'm I I still struggle to get that right too. Of, I think there was there was a a message the other day where I told you too much. Yeah, I was mad at you. I was like, I didn't want to know that. <laughs> and then the other day, I nearly did and went, oh, no, I don't need to. I can just say this instead. I don't need to tell you exactly what she said. I can just say. But we had to do that, not only for my sanity, but also for the kids' sake. Because I think the kids just need someone who isn't involved in all the drama. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I can just be... I can just be with them and for them and I can just be there without, well, I know what stupid message 
we got sent today or, you know, I, I'm not involved in the he said, she said. I'm not involved in the, just the stupidity. I'm not saying that's coming from your end, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if I had to say I've, you know, there's the whole nacho idea in the step parenting world, the blended family world. And I don't nacho the kids. I would never. But I absolutely nacho all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I think at the end of the day, that's better for the boys because I'm not their parent and I'm not trying to be their parent. And I'm not caught up in, oh, but this decision and that decision and that appointment and this communication. And like, I'm just literally going, okay, you're here. What do you need? And some days that's, they absolutely want to need a mum. You know, they want hugs and they want that. And then other days they just want me to play dinosaurs and be their best friend. Statues. Frogs. Excuse me. According to Elle, it's Natchews. Natchews. We're going to play Natchews. Well, we're working on that one. I'm working on that one. <laughs> but yeah, like it's, it's, been, it's been peaceful, like I said, but I'm not sure how peaceful it actually has been. <laughs> and how it's just, just me living in blissful ignorance. <laughs> I mean, somewhat, but like I said... A lot of that is just because of refusal to participate say in we, yeah. a lot of the yeah. cat fighting and arguments. I'll say we've, and we've really learned to just like, like we just don't ask anymore, which is kind of shitty because I think that's probably what the other person wanted was just to wear you down to the point that you would just give up. But I wouldn't say we've given up. I think we've just gone, these well, are the battles we pick can pick battles. right now. What's What can you control? Yeah, what can we do? And this is what we can do. Like, the kids are getting older. I think we both know, like, this is just... It's not going to be like this forever. The kids are getting older. Either way, that's going to make a difference. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, and something that I've been working with with my counsellor is, like, developing, like, values. And it's important to have the fight when it breaches those values. And yeah. if it doesn't... Is it worth it? Exactly. You know, and that's that's exactly what I think you have pushed back on when there's been things that, you know, when there's been appointments that matter and it's something that you feel strongly about, you have stood up and gone, hang on, I see this this way. But then all the other little stuff, it's just let it slide. Whatever. Like, at the end of the day, who cares? So. Yeah. It's, it's been a journey. It's been a learning journey. Um, our, our, your court orders are over a year old now. Hooray! We did it. I think. Woohoo! Apparently the first 12 months after court orders are the worst. So, maybe? Maybe not? <laughs> I don't know. I think it just... I think what happens is you hit the 12-month mark like we did and you they still breach the orders, but you just... You're like, well, there's no punishment anyway, so whatever. Court orders are... Court orders are a very expensive suggestion. Of what should happen, basically. Yeah. It's so frustrating because the whole, like, the idea of having court orders is that, okay, well, if you breach this, there's consequences. But the idea, the the process of enforcing those consequences is just so expensive and so complicated. And just like, so you can you can put in an application to for a contravention, mm. but if you don't word it, exactly right they'll throw it out mm-hmm. like you can have the best argument yeah. and the best reasoning for a contravention but if you don't word it right pff, mm. get out of here and i mean i look i say that they're a nice suggestion 
they probably the one benefit really to us of court orders is that at the end of the day we've always got that to fall back on yeah but also we can't be threatened with being taken to court anymore to a certain degree to a certain degree i mean you know you were threatened with that with the whole mediation debacle but like but it also didn't mean anything logically and practically it's a no so yes it, it at least gets that sort of out of the way for a little while yeah at least we hope i still sometimes get a little bit anxious that there's going to be some rabbit pulled out of a hat and you're going to be served with court paperwork again (laughs) (laughs) Ah, but anyway it's fine it's fine what else has been happening in our lives i thought of something else and now it's gone again (laughs) our smallest child has developed a vocabulary like nothing overnight almost he comes out with new words every day. And sentences. And sentences. And his very first sentence, I believe, was directed towards one of his brothers. No, that's mine. Essentially, no, that's mine. Or no, that thing is mine. Yes. Yeah. It's like, dude. So he literally just turned 18 months, like, two days ago. And I'm just <laughs> shocked. <laughs> Like, it's so rare that a kid that age, particularly a boy, speaks so much, you know? Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure, statistically, a younger sibling is less likely to talk sooner? Or is it the other way? Yes and no. Sometimes you get younger siblings don't do things because their older siblings do them for them. Mm -hmm. Or it goes the other way, which in C's case is 100%. Because T and L have never catered to him. They basically have taken the mentality of keep up or get out. (laughs) (laughs) So he's just adapted to the wild and, all right, well, I'll learn to run and I'll learn to climb and I'll learn to, like do all these things and now I'll learn to speak so that when you yell at me I can yell back like <laughs> he he's a fearsome creature fearless maybe brave no even. it's fearsome to me how like developed he is okay I was trying to relate it back to his name haha <laughs> okay meaning okay. and everything you, but his, yes, name, yes, yes. his name isn't public to the podcast world so there you go you've got his name meanings guess what his name is <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. But yeah, it's... um. Actually, it's another been... development. Oh, yes? That, I mean, it's still kind of in progress. But we have been wanting to update some things about the place that we live. Mm-hmm. And change a few things. Yeah. Um, and we... <laughs> so, the owners of the place that we rent are a bit old school. And oh, right. So now, currently, the plan... Uh, because we have a new real estate agent. You missed a bit of the story. Because they're old school, they can only be contacted by a phone call or a yeah. letter in the mail. Yeah, I was getting there. So we have a new real estate agent who hasn't seen the house. Yeah. So the plan is she will come out here, do an inspection, look at all the things that we're talking about and want to change and, and, mm. and the things that actually do need work, and then they're going to have to essentially probably end up sending them a, a physical a letter. snail mail letter which is actually insane because like so we had people out before christmas because there's mold on the ceiling in one of the rooms yeah and 
they got the quote and that was the end of it. We didn't hear any more. So I think what they've done is they've like, you know, they a real estate is obviously approved to do certain jobs because we had a leak in the sink and they got that fixed, no yeah. issues. So obviously the real estate is approved to like... Do certain do things. Do things, but anything like that. But it's like, I think the agents are just like, maybe they've just gone on holiday or something. They're just not answering the phone. But it's been months. I mean, I don't know how many times they've tried to call them. But I you, mean, depending on how old they are. You just assume they... I know, I'm like... Are they still are like... Are possibly dead? Like, is, I don't know. Yeah. It's a bit daunting. So, our house inspection is Thursday, so that's going to be lots of fun. We've been slowly trying to clean. And... Yeah, well, we got... We got a carpet cleaning machine and the water was really gross. But and I and really I'm, don't think the people before us cleaned the carpets when they moved out. Potentially down. not. I don't but think when they I hi- house. so we hired a carpet cleaning machine from Bunnings. Mm. Which for anyone who's not in Australia, it's just a hardware store. Um and when I hired it, the guy said just make sure you put some like run some water through like the vacuum hose. Yeah. Um, so that it's clean when it comes back. And I'm really glad I did because I ran through water through it and it was so gross. I know. Well, I could see the dirty water like sucking up through it. And I said to you before, I walked on the carpet and I was like, the carpet feels like a lot softer and fluffier, which is really gross to think about. Like we've been living in that. That's why I just think the other people hadn't cleaned it before that we moved in because we've only lived here for three months three and a half months months? yeah we moved in beginning of november so and we're not dirty people we're not even home that much (laughs) so this is our lives guys this is our lives what else are we doing that's fun oh we're trying to pay off all our debts which is they're not even fun debts guys like they're not even you know, car loans or like new furniture. I wouldn't. Or having had a car loan, I wouldn't call a car loan a fun debt. Yeah, but you know what I mean about like they're not even debts that are like for things. They're literally friggin' legal bill, which is just never ending. Even though we don't, I mean, we had to use the lawyers for mediation and stuff, but a couple of government debts. <laughs> we've got a we've got a tax debt from when you were a self contracted, sorry, self employed. Self, yeah. Well, I mean, technically self-contracted. Yeah. I suppose. But that that one we've been sort of plugging away. Huh? Well, I don't think we realised because well we had a payment plan, but it was like for a stupid, insane amount fortnightly, and we thought it was monthly. Yeah. So we kept missing it, and then didn't realise it was still accruing interest. So that's been fun. But there's really not much we can do about that one until end of financial year. I have this fear of not having money sitting in a bank account. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's something you picked up from your ex, though. Probably. Not necessarily something that you... No, no, I don't know. Well, maybe. I'm not sure. But anyway, my point is I like to have our, like, emergency savings account at a certain figure. And I've been watching that figure drop steadily over the last couple of months. And now we've just paid a chunk towards this debt. And I'm like, I am not comfortable. Even though we could have afforded to just pay the whole thing off, I could not bring myself to do it. So we paid a chunk, and then I just set up the payment plan to keep coming out of that account. So it will keep dropping, but maybe I can <laughs> put some money back in there occasionally so it won't be so dire. I don't know. But I closed out my Afterpay account, which I'm very sad about. There's still mine if we need to use <laughs> No, there's not. You need to close that one too. <laughs> I am not irresponsible. Like, I am not a reckless 
shopper, so it's not like I had racked up massive afterpay debts. But afterpay for me was like when the kids need new clothes or I need a few things, I could just go and get them and it's okay, we make it work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then obviously our last car service had gone on that too because I just didn't have that money right then and there either. Yeah. But, you know, that wasn't even in the budget, those afterpay repayments. So it was like, okay, let's be real here. So it was a bit shitty because we had to we had to drain a couple of other accounts in order to pay that stuff off. But now it's done. <laughs> so. Yay. Hooray. And then we had to pay your freaking car registration. That was due, of course. Yeah. The car still needs more work done on it. Shh. But. We'll get there. If we don't, if we pretend it doesn't, it'll all it work won't, out, right? Right. Everything just works out, right? Yeah. I didn't think that today. I was like, maybe if I just stop budgeting, <laughs> just stop <laughs> looking at the bank account, somehow it'll just. It'll work out. It has before. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's a terrible attitude. No. And I'm really fine. glad you don't have that attitude. It's fine. Everything's fine. We are adulting hard over here. I fun fun fact I worked out that I can't be put on a contract at work because if I am, we'll lose money right now. We can't afford it. I literally told my boss that today because she goes, "Have you thought any more about like switching over to a?" I'm like, you know what? I actually can't afford it right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's like until it can be for like this many hours. It's just it's not financially well, beneficial. Well, the good news is I might have my boss's job at some point in the next few months. <laughs> In the bad news, you don't get any overtime anymore. That's true. Overtime is There's what was, too. like, financially saving us. Also, you tried to get a second job, and it just didn't work. Yeah. It was yeah. a weird Weekend situation. job. Working at the just, market, the and guy the guy just never, never got back to you. To me. I do not odd. understand. We've had a bit of luck selling things on Marketplace, though. Marketplace is such a weird spot, I may though. or may not have considered venturing into the world of selling feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> haven't decided the jab. <laughs> Dipping my toe in the water, so to speak. <laughs> oh, man. It's a weird world out there, I tell you. So bizarre. It's really bizarre that the foot fetish is the most popular kink. Super weird. I don't know that I want anyone going near my toes. I, I don't, don't really like my toes. I don't want to go near your toes. Wow, okay. I thought you loved me. I do, but I don't want to go near... And also, I, I don't think anyone else should be going near your toes either. It's a bit of a line cross there, maybe. I don't know. I'll go near your toes if you want me to. You've got cute feet, though. Yeah. Just no. It's a no from me. And that's why they'd sell well, because they're cute. Apparently. Apparently they are. We... I don't know if we... Are we still planning to have a night out away? Is that still on the cards? Maybe if we just pay off all our debt. Well, <laughs> that's what I was going to say before, actually. We're just, like, hanging on for end of financial year, which seems to be what happens to us every year. But, like, the new financial also, year... also, with each financial year, the debts get less. I hope so. Well, but they did last year. The point is, this financial year, if everything goes to plan, which it never does, but say everything actually went to plan... The ATO debt would be gone. We could pay out the rest of the lawyers with the return and then we'd still have some money sitting there, which would replenish our savings account. Plus, we'd be able to save money because we're not paying $700 a month in debt repayment. That's very true. 
We could book a night away. Let's see who has to come with us, which you don't like. You're also like, no. And I'm like, well, who's going to watch him? There is no one that will watch him, especially overnight because he doesn't sleep. Look at that. I don't want to leave him anyway when he's this little. Like a family holiday, it's fine. Oh, yes. I do love those, those family holidays for date night. Well, it's not a date night. It kind of would be because it would be using my RDO. Well, then we don't use your audio and we just book time off and go away. You transfer it. Transfer it. Transfirm. You stop thinking about it as a date getaway and you start thinking about it as a family holiday. Or just a holiday. Speaking of, I've been listening to um, this podcast called Ear Biscuits. Mm-hmm. This is YouTube comedy duo called... Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're not called Rhett and Link. They, their names are <laughs> Rhett and Link. Um, and I've been making my way through the podcast. I started at the beginning. They've got like 200 and something episodes. Um, but they had an episode with um, John Green, because he's a YouTuber. John um, Green, the author. Of- John Green, the author. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they'd commented on something like he'd been, or he was going away on a holiday, and he has like a five-year-old and... Oh, I can't remember how old his other child is. And Rhett's gone, oh, so nearly a vacation. Hmm. Like, because you can't really call it a vacation when you've got young kids. Well, I read <laughs> that, not read, I heard that cruises are the best holidays you can take with kids. We did get told that. Beca- well, and I've, we got told that by several people. Mm. Because literally everything's all in one place. You're not trying to go anywhere, drive anywhere, do anything. Everything is done for you. You leave your room, you come back, it's clean, your meals are all prepared. And there's freaking kids clubs, so, like, the kids get babysat. While you drink and do what you want. But we can never go on a cruise. Do explain that. I did have a comment I wanted to make, but explain that one first. Well, apparently cruises still require vaccines. I think it is fucking bullshit that in a world where COVID doesn't really exist anymore, or if it does, we all know now that it's just like a bad flu, cold, whatever, sometimes not even a bad one, that you can still be required to get an experimental vax. Well, to extend upon that, I work at a school and the school's policy is that if you have COVID but don't have symptoms, you can come to work work. and you do not need to wear a mask. That's what I mean. So the fact that anything... Like, I mean, I had this recently. I was meant to go to Sydney a couple weeks ago um, and we had free tickets to the Australian Idol, one of the shows for that, and they were requiring that you be vaxxed to enter the show. Yeah. So it was this whole big debacle, and then in the end, the trip didn't happen because one of the girls got COVID anyway, so she couldn't go. <laughs> but, like, I just, I don't know, I just marvel. And I know that anyone listening to this that doesn't know this about us, you're welcome. But, like, it comes up all the time still at work. I work with a lot of older people and a lot of fearful people. And, like, even today, one of them's like, oh, I have to take my mum to get her fifth, like, fifth COVID vax or something. It's insane. Well, your elderly volunteer's mum. Yeah. Wow. I have to get her fourth or fifth or something. And, like, they say it like it's this, such this proud... This achievement. Achievement. And I just... 
I can't. Especially now that we're this far past it and we're seeing the side effects and the direct links between the vaxxers and some of these awful things going on. I I just... Oh, probably going to cut out some of this rant. But For what it's worth, I have no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I completely distracted you. Um, yeah. Oh, I've remembered. Oh, yes? I've remembered. Okay. What I was going to say is what you have to do when you're going on a cruise is know exactly what's going to happen with the weather. Because if, for say, a tropical cyclone appears mm. up the coast, it, your trip is entirely derailed and you'll see, like, the outskirts of Brisbane instead of so my brother was, the my brother islands was, along the coast. My brother was on a cruise for a couple weeks ago with that cyclone and they ended up seeing Tassie and Sydney. <laughs> Again. <laughs> so. I mean, at least they saw something that isn't part of Australia. I'm can, sorry, what? Can you really call Tasmania part of Australia? Yeah, it's its own group. <laughs> mm. Anyway. So, you're welcome. Um, that's our life update, which includes our private medical information. Um, <laughs> don't tell my boss because she doesn't know. Um, and. Don't tell my boss, they don't know either. Yeah, we could be jobless. It'd be fun. I mean, I don't think so. I have a heart... I sort of have a heart condition, so I like to think that that would excuse me from getting it, even if I was somehow required to. Probably not. Well, they're directly linking it now to heart stuff. Shh. I don't know. It's a secret, don't tell anyone. On this happy note, can we do a better clink this time? Ta-da! <gasps> Look at us go. That's my third Wait, moment. Wait, down, so... Are we doing highs and lows? Do you have a high and low of life? Life. Life is both my high and my low. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Sorry. Top just my third before I got no idea.